0: Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Andrew Sheets, Chief Cross-Asset Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues, bring you a variety of perspectives. I'll be talking about trends across the global investment landscape and how we put those different ideas together. It's Friday, September 13th at 2 p.m. in London. The European Central Bank lowered its target interest rate yesterday, and the Federal Reserve is expected to do the same next week. Indeed, the debate in financial markets isn't about whether central banks will lower rates, but how much more they will do so. Those expectations are driven by a variety of factors. But one rationale, which is my focus today, could be characterized as simply, why not? Lower interest rates reduce the cost to anybody who borrows, including homeowners, businesses, and governments. Three pretty powerful constituencies. Quantitative easing, when central banks buy bonds directly in the market, has the same effect. The case against lower rates has historically been that too much cheap money would cause excessive speculation and price inflation. But on the latter... Low rates so far seem relatively consequence-free, with global inflation still low despite borrowing costs at multi-generational lows. What I want to focus on, however, is the idea that lower rates do have drawbacks. This is important in thinking about what central banks might do and what sort of actions actually qualify as a positive surprise. The first drawback is that while low rates and quantitative easing are supposed to encourage lending and financial activity, rates that are too low can hurt the business models of banks and insurance companies reducing financial activity. Because low rates make it harder for pension funds and insurance companies to generate sufficient returns, they create stress that can make them more conservative, not more aggressive. Second, low rates are intended to encourage more people to buy things. But this impact can be offset if people worry that central banks are taking action because the economy is getting worse. We've seen exactly this response in recent surveys of U.S. consumer confidence by the University of Michigan, where respondents cited recent Fed cuts as a concern. The more the Federal Reserve and the European Central Bank act, the greater the risk that the news coverage of these actions focuses on why such large steps are necessary. And third, interest rates that are too low mean that there is little penalty for making bad, wasteful investments that can depress long-run growth rather than raise it. We live in a time of historically extreme interest rates. We think those low interest rates have costs, not just benefits, and that those costs are one reason why we think both the Fed and the European Central Bank reduce rates less than markets currently expect over the next 12 months. Thanks for listening. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more Thoughts on the Market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.